not only for the platform itself, but like for creators to not just view it as like, okay, this is, I'm going to treat this the same way as Twitter, but to just like let it kind of take its own sort of life. Like I think that it'll take unique shape, you know, over time. And I hope that the creators of Threads and the meta team overall, they lean into whatever it could become. Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Marketing Should Be Fun podcast, where we believe marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We hope you leave here encouraged, inspired, and a little more excited to share your gifts with the world. Well, welcome back to another episode of Marketing Should Be Fun. My name is Austin Savage, and I'm here with my good friend and business partner, Kelsey Zarko. Kelsey, how are you? It's summer. I'm doing great. (laughs) I love that. I know it's been... uh, I feel like up here in Illinois, we've actually had like some solid weather recently. Like it's been really warm. We've had, we we actually went a long time without rain. And I think you guys did too, or at least down in South Texas. I know they went a long time without rain, but have you gotten some recently? Yeah, it's been okay in Dallas, but I was back home in Illinois with my parents when you guys were in the middle of your drought. And you know, we've probably mentioned on here before that my parents own a Christmas tree farm. So I was watering trees while I was there on my vacation. So I just want to say you're welcome for saving Christmas. (laughs) When Christmas comes around this year, uh, I will make sure to personally say thank you, even though we don't get the real trees, which I know know is a shame to you, but (laughs) it actually was saving Christmas in like eight years because the trees I were watering were little babies. So they won't, it'll be Christmas in eight years that I saved. So you're welcome in advance. That is so crazy. Managing that inventory just seems so complicated. Like that is intense. Yeah. Agreed. Wow. Anyways, uh, today on our episode, we want to talk about, uh, Uh, The new sort of, I I feel like it's fizzled out in like how like, uh, you know, everybody's was talking about it for for the first week. Uh, But we want to talk about threads and just kind of share uh, kind of what we're seeing and some, you know, best practices, those kinds of things. But as always, uh, what is our this or that for today? You're going to love it. It is board games or card games. Whoa, that is a good one. That is a really good one. So. What about tabletop role-playing games? I was going to say D and D does not count. You have to (laughs) you have to answer the actual question. Um, I would say I typically prefer board games. I think that I usually end up playing card games because I feel like I have a few people in my life who would love like board game nights, but like getting them together is Mm -hmm. kind of complicated for people who like want to dedicate two hours or three hours to like play a board game. Uh, So I feel like card games are just like easier where people Mm -hmm. are just like, Oh yeah, like let's play, you know, a quick game. Uh, I don't know. So I'd say that, but I did grow up playing Euchre. That was like a big thing. Ah, Uh, I know that's a big like Midwest thing. Totally. Um, So I I don't know. That holds a little special place in my heart as well. What would you say? Yeah, I, I, that was what I thought you were going to say was board games. I remember when you and my husband and some other guys, when we lived in Illinois, would have like these huge board game nights in our basement. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> um, I actually am well known in my friend circles as being the girl who doesn't like playing games. And I'm really trying to grow out of it, but it's just who I am. So I would always what? rather play. A, 
I know. I just, something about like the commitment of like that much time sitting down and thinking about strategy when like it's supposed to be for fun does not sound fun to me. (laughs) So I love card, yeah, like card games, especially like word (laughs) games that are card games. Those are my favorite. That is really fun. I I do remember one time uh, there was a game night with your husband, Matt, and Mm -hmm. um, a couple other guys. And we played this game. I think it was called, (laughs) I'm going to get it wrong again, but I think it was called Power Grid. And I had never played it before, but they had all played it before. And uh, it took this like, it was a long game. And anyways, I ended up winning and they were all mad at me because I had never played before, but I ended up winning. And then they, I had called it the wrong name after I won. I called it like Power Surge or something. And they were all just like so angry because they're like, you don't even know what this is called. This is just ridiculous. And so those are the good memories. That's yeah. that's what board games are for, you know? There you go. Beginner's luck. <laughs> something like that. Uh, so anyways, we have uh, a lot of stuff to to get through. Mm-hmm. um related to uh threads um today and uh let's just start like quick just our kind of personal uh i don't know just takes like what yeah. we're seeing what's been uh fun for us so far what do you feel like you have uh kind of seen or felt just generally uh mm-hmm. since joining threads a couple weeks ago yeah it was so interesting to like see it happen and how like quickly just like literally thousands and thousands of people jumped over there, but they did a great job making it so easy to do it. Like I should Mm -hmm. be tech savvy. We always laugh that I'm really not, even though my job is literally to be on my phone and computer, (laughs) but it was easy for me. It was just like a couple of clicks. So I thought that was cool. I really enjoyed how, um, the CEO of Instagram was like pretty transparent about just Mm -hmm. like, we're rolling it out. It's probably going to have bugs or, you know, whatever, but we're here, we're doing it. Um, so that was neat. And then I have just had a lot of fun following like random businesses who are just being hilarious. So that's probably been my favorite part is just seeing a couple of different accounts that are, it's just fun to like check in every day and be like, what ridiculous things have you said now? Totally. Totally. Yeah. I feel like it's been a very fun environment. Like that mm-hmm. first week, um, I found I found myself checking it more, you know, the first yeah. week than I have recently. Um, mm-hmm. But like, it's just kind of, I don't know, kind of settled into like, you know, it's just it's another one of the social platforms I, yeah. I have and will, you know, check occasionally. But I love, like you said, the the kind of wittiness that people have mm-hmm. uh have been using. I love, it's felt very personal in some senses too. Like, I feel like there are some brands that have taken kind of that, that witty snarky, you know, kind of fun approach to it. And that's been fun to see, but I also feel like it's provided a few opportunities for me to like, I don't know, just like encourage people or like be encouraged by people. Like, I feel like it's been just that space to just like be human together almost. And it's, Mm -hmm especially the first week for me, I think it felt like a little bit of a breath of fresh air where it was like, okay, this is just like, this feels a little bit new. It feels like we're, um, I don't know, all trying to just kind of like experience this uh, together. And I I thought that was just like really fun. So I hope that that as it matures, like I hope some of that energy still stays kind of at its core, I think. Yeah, it was fun because nobody was good at it yet because nobody could be because it was brand new. So it was kind of fun to see just that, like, we're all just trying to learn how to walk here and it's a little bit messy and like, that was okay. So I I enjoyed that. Yeah. And it's been fun too. Like, um, I I think that long-term, you know, like there are a lot of people who just like were were disgruntled with Twitter and just like, you know, came over because it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is like a 
a different version of the same kind of style that I like. But I think that there were just as many, you know, people or, or at least a good chunk of people who just joined it because, you know, it's another kind of extension of of Instagram and it's just yeah. something new that they're <clears throat> trying to try. And so I really think that the success on threads long term will be not only for the platform itself, but like for creators to not just view it as like, okay, this is I'm gonna treat this the same way as Twitter, right. but to just like let it kind of take its own uh sort of life. Like I think that it'll really take a unique um it'll take unique shape, you know, over over time. And I hope that the creators of threads and the meta team overall, I hope that they lean into whatever it could become, you know, mm-hmm. and not just kind of stick with what they're trying to respond to in some ways. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So today we have just a few uh kind of like I, I don't know if it's pieces of advice, but things that we have have seen of what we feel like is is connecting on threads right now. And I I want to this is actually the lowest one on our list, but I want to start with this one here because I think that it's important. And the first piece of advice that that we kind of have is just to lower the pressure on yourself for your analytics to be maybe as solid as they are on Instagram or as solid as they are on another platform as you are getting started. Um, I know that we have seen uh, a couple people um, or have had conversations with a couple people who like feel kind of discouraged when it's like, hey, if I posted something on over on Instagram, like, you know, I would get 40 likes. But when I post something over here, I get like three or four likes. Um, and I think it's important to just kind of recognize like, this is a new platform. Like there are 50 million people who have joined, but that also is like a small percentage of, you know, the the size of uh, some of the other kind of, you know, giant sort of main platforms. Um, and so it's still growing. It's still kind of developing. People are still kind of trying to fit this platform maybe into their rhythm and figure out like, is this a, something that I want to check regularly? Or like, is this uh, something that is not as important to me? Or, you know, all of those things. And mm-hmm. so more than anything, like this is just an opportunity of this platform is it's new. Um, this platform is uh, developing and there is a lot of upside for you uh, as a person and as a brand to just be here as it's growing and to be here early um, and just to stay as consistent as you can uh, with that uh, as it's kind of you know taking shape. So you don't have to have the exact same analytics and success uh, at this point that you're seeing on other platforms for it to be worth your time and consistency. I think along with that, lowering the pressure conversation is also just a reminder that like, it's okay if you haven't figured it out yet, if you don't feel good at it yet, mm-hmm. no one content engine is ever going to like save your brand or be that, you know, magic yeah. silver bullet. So by all means, like hop on there. Sometimes it's fun to have like the new fresh energy of just like something different to kind yeah. of put some wind in your sails. But you know, there, this is not the time to start telling yourself false stories about like I'm behind or, you know, I'm not going to mm-hmm. be able to keep up with this. Like those things aren't true. Get there when you get there, you know, do what you can to be consistent and, you know, find what works for you. But it is not, you're, you're not behind the game. You're not too late. It's not the one magic answer for everything. It's just part of the strategy and part of the conversation. Yeah. I love how you mentioned that it's not, you know, a silver bullet for, uh, for your brand. Like it really is. It's, it's another opportunity to stay consistent, to grow steadily. Um, and there is, you know, there is a lot of potential upside um, to the platform as it's growing. I love as well, just like 
I think that staying consistent with threads actually can make it easier to stay consistent with Instagram um, over time too, especially if they keep those, you know, Mm -hmm. platforms so kind of closely connected and integrated is like, you know, you can take, if you have a threads post that does do decent, you know, it does get even just like 15, 20 likes or, you know, some sort of engagement over there. I mean, that's a great opportunity to share that to your feed on uh, Instagram because they have that direct functionality where Mm -hmm. it'll just, you know, put it into a little square graphic for you and has, you know, that that cool little design behind it. Um, and that's that's a post for you uh, one day on on Instagram. And so I think that there's even just opportunity to leverage how those two things kind of connect together to mm-hmm. use your threads content to continue to engage your Instagram audience as well. Yeah. I love how easy they made that and how it just makes it really cool. Like I've shared it to my stories a few times. You can make your own graphic. Mm -hmm. And I have to assume because we just know the metaverse that they're probably Mm -hmm. happy if we share that content over to Instagram. So it can't (laughs) be a bad thing for all of our algorithms. Yeah, totally. I mean, it has to be rewarded somehow, I'm sure. So uh, it's pretty cool. But on a practical level, uh, we have a few things that we have seen, I think, uh, too. The first thing is it, it does seem like people are are really interested in like kind of the human side of um, of the platform. I think like you know in our minds we're thinking of businesses and brands, but I think overall people have been just really enjoying like seeing personality come through. Like I know that you know there are a lot of brands who, who like we mentioned have been snarky, have been fun, have uh, you know really just like taken the persona of whoever their like social media manager is and like you know people are just being like I'm just a social media manager I don't have any authority like or you know like whatever like the yeah. the funny kind of uh like personality is um and that's been really fun to see um I have a few examples of what that's looked like but wh- how have you seen that uh take place Kelsey Yeah I I have noticed it a lot with companies who are not a personal brand. So if you're someone listening to this where, you know, maybe your name or the company or service that you're trying to promote isn't like Kelsey Zarco or Austin Savage, you know? And I think it's been neat to see them provide like a human aspect, almost like a avatar, if you will, to Mm -hmm. their brand. I know I follow Bookshop and they're, I just have been so funny. It's their social media manager act, you know, whether they have whether that's who it is or not, that's who they've made be the personality. And so they're like, oh, my boss still doesn't know threads exist. I'm just over here like (laughs) unhinged and unleashed and just saying all sorts of funny things. But it has made me realize like, oh, I should follow Bookshop. Maybe if I need a book, I should, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, buy through them. They've really even played up like things that would feel maybe offensive on Instagram. Um, I know Bookshop, for example, again, has like kind of thrown some shade toward Amazon and have, they've had like a little yeah. bit of a war there of like shop small versus shopping mm-hmm. Amazon. And and it's just funny, like people are not getting, there's no like fighting happening right. over there. It's just, we all realize like it's jokes. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. loved seeing that come through. Yeah, that's really fun. I There was one interaction I had with HoneyBook, which is like yeah. a contracting, invoicing, bookkeeping, like all the things to, to help your, your business stay organized, essentially. And we use a different software for our business, but I had seen somebody rethread something that... Um, they had posted. And as I went through, they had been doing a ton of this, but like they had been almost like criticizing jokingly, like their customers, like, and it was so funny to kind of see that, that tone take place because, you know, the, the thing that I, uh, shared was, uh, that they had said, 
oh, so you guys don't have time to uh, to create your workflows, like the automated things that they have in their system. Oh, but you have, you know, time to check threads for two hours. So like, <laughs> you know, they were just like uh, kind of poking fun. And I shared it and I was just like, this is really funny. Like, I don't use HoneyBook, but this is really funny. And they responded and they were like, you know, did we convince you to to join our platform? They put like a little devil emoji. And then it was just yeah. like this whole little interaction uh, back and forth. And it was like just a really fun interaction with their brand. And I did. I ended up going like I went to their YouTube channel. I subscribed to their podcast because I was like, oh, like I haven't you know thought about mm-hmm. HoneyBook like really ever. And then, you know, I subscribed to their email list. And so, you know, you never know. But I feel like that was just that was a positive kind of fun experience for me that uh, I think was was valuable for them as a brand, even though it wasn't polished um, yeah. on on that platform. And I think that's really totally. what what is connecting is like they're letting that personality come through, even if it isn't one hundred percent their personality as a company overall. And probably long term on Threads, it will start to look more like their personality yeah. as a company, and that's okay. Um, but right now, kind of in this moment letting just the personality of their team kind of come through um, has been really effective for them. And I'm sure that it actually has been effective for them uh, so far as well, like from an analytics perspective. Yeah. What you're saying about kind of letting some of the like unhingedness comes through is kind of our second point, which is lowering the filter. What we're seeing on Mm -hmm. threads is a lot more of like, things maybe you wouldn't say other places or like your hot takes or um, just things that feel a little bit more edgy, um, less, like you said, polished um, and just maybe letting Mm -hmm. some of the like, you know, I've even seen some funny memes of like, there's business in the front and then threads is like the party in the back. And so (laughs) it just feels like a little bit different of a place. And I think people are refreshed by that. And I think it's a chance Mm -hmm. to, take some of your own content and ideas and things that like, what are the things you second guess saying and putting out there and then put them on threads and just see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, That seems to be a lot of the vibe that I'm noticing over there. Totally. And like, you can still be smart about it. You know, like it doesn't mean that you have to share things that are going to actually like threaten your credibility or like, you know, like actually cause issues with your, your audience and things like that. But it's almost like the tone in which you're saying Mm -hmm. maybe even the same things you've been saying, you know, all, all along, you know, like we have one client who, um, they do like marriage coaching and, uh, and things like that. And, you know, in, on Instagram and a lot of their other content, you know, we take a much more like encouraging kind of supportive tone of, uh, of that. Like we are, you know, casting vision for, you know, what's possible in marriage. And like, if we're calling people to, to change maybe their, uh, how they approach, you know, that, that relationship in their life, it is a very kind of gentle tone of like, this Mm -hmm. is, uh, this is kind of the path that you would need to take sort of thing. And just today we were talking about some potential on, uh, on threads and, you know, our advice was just like, we, we want to share the same things, but instead, you know, on threads, we want to be a little bit more direct and just be like, mm-hmm. the problem in your marriage is fill in the blank, or the reason you can't connect with your spouse is fill in the blank. And, yeah. uh, it's, you know, it's obviously more complex. It's more nuanced than that, but the, the tone itself is, you know, saying the same thing in a way that is just more kind of eye catching and more, it feels more honest in some mm-hmm. ways. Um, yeah. and I think that people would see effectiveness with that. Yeah. I think too, if, if you don't feel like lowering the filter on your tone, I'm also seeing a lot of people just enjoy 
the fact that like the platform itself is not filtered. There's no like fancy video or you don't even have to use like graphics or photography very often. You can, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to. So I've even enjoyed seeing like, for example, I follow a lot of homeschool moms on Instagram on my personal side, just because that's what I am interested in. And I'm seeing a lot of them share the same things I've known that they've shared on Instagram for years, but they're just doing it in a very like cut and dried, like homeschool tip number one or homeschool tip of the day. And they just like type it out and that's all there is. There's no like beautiful crayon set up and, you know, peaceful music. It's just direct Mm -hmm. to the point. And that is refreshing because that doesn't take you any time. So be encouraged about just the the level of production that can kind of go down at at the place that Threads is right now. 100%. Yeah, that was a great point. I love that. The the third point here, and I think that this is an important one, is uh, to have fun with engagement as well. That is what has made Threads kind of special so far, though, Mm -hmm. um, is that it has kind of sparked sort of fresh connection. And that is the vision for the platform from, you know, the the team who has created it mm-hmm. is, you know, they want to spark dialogue and they want to spark interaction. Um, and that's mm-hmm. kind of a big sort of focus for, for them. Um, but I also think just it's, it's a, it's a big opportunity, um, you know, for, for you is threads doesn't just have to be about what you are posting. It can also just be about how you are interacting with other people, other brands. Um, and again, there's, there's less people on that platform than there are, uh, on a lot of others. So there's a higher likelihood that people are going to interact back with you, that people are going to see, mm-hmm. you know, the the reply that you put on their thread. Um, like I know that I've even had, you know, a couple interactions with like music artists I follow that like if I were to comment on their Instagram posts, like I would never get a response. But mm-hmm. they, you know, replied to my comment about Folgers Coffee. And, you know, it's just kind of like whoa, that was sort of cool. And it's just like that moment, you know, it's like that, that moment where even for your brand, like you are more likely to be able to have those meaningful interactions back and forth with people. And you just want to leverage that as much as possible. Mm -hmm. We talk all the time about the amount of like touches and connections with your brand someone needs and how that number just increases as our society mm-hmm. changes over the years, I mean, it used to be like the rule of seven and now it's like 77, if not more. Yeah. So threads gives you yeah. just another way to do that with people in a pretty low stakes, like simple, fun way. I think a lot of what we're hearing and seeing is that people are experiencing happiness and fun and like joyful yeah. connection there on threads. Mm-hmm. And that if, you know, we have just come out of like years of lots of political and social and all the things like unrest on a lot of platforms. And so I think people are enjoying kind of that lighter feel that they get with brands over there. And that's a cool opportunity to take. Totally. Yeah. We were talking uh, just yesterday as, you know, we were talking about like, how, how do we start thinking about threads as an agency and those kinds of things? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's interesting because this point is like one of the, the, in the agency world, like this reality is the hardest part of threads is because you can't scale that. Like you can't scale in engagement or, Mm -hmm. you know, connection in that way. And that is such a positive thing. Like that is, uh, you know, it makes it harder to craft packages around for people who are social media managers and those kinds of things. Um, but it is so good because that's the whole purpose of, of social media overall. It's like, we want this to, to, to lead to human connection and to mm-hmm. to create that dialogue, and we really are seeing that happen on uh, Thread. So, like as you are thinking about it, you know, don't just think about Threads just as like a 
hey, come to me kind of thing, like where it's just like, I'm going to put content, you know, you come and hang out. Like this really is just the opportunity to um, create those dialogues. So whether that's you asking a question and sharing that from your platform, or whether that's you leaving a thoughtful response on a question that somebody else has asked, or, you know, somebody else's kind of perspective um, on your industry or, you know, kind of uh, something about life and letting those kind of human interactions and dialogues uh, take place. Yeah. It just goes right in with our brand about how human connection, trust, all of those things are connected and threads is just giving us a neat new place to do that. Yeah, it is. Uh, so this is like one of those things. It's like content marketing is it's always evolving. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think for for some people, I think that threads probably feels like a little threatening where it's like, oh, my gosh, here is another thing um, that that we have to learn. Um, but just like we talked about, I think it was a couple episodes ago, of just like having fun in your marketing. Like there's a reason that we, uh, you know, title this this podcast that marketing should be fun. Like when you look at at threads, like this is, it can be very fun for you. Like it can be a very fun way for you to interact with potential people who want to support your brand and just don't know about it yet. Or this is an opportunity mm-hmm. for you to maybe even just deepen the connection that you have with people who are already following you. Uh, you know, like whatever that is, like try to take that kind of curious mindset for uh, this platform and just have fun with it. Like get, give some like new things a try, see what sticks, be willing to, you know, try something new and then decide not to do it again. Um, and just kind of, uh, let it, let it flow, let the platform develop and, uh, just kind of enjoy this kind of moment that we have, uh, with a new platform. So any final thoughts, uh, on threads, Kelsey? I say, if you haven't started your own yet and you haven't gone into Instagram and connected it, go download the app, go do it right now. Just give it a try. It's not the end of the world. Throw some things at the wall, see what sticks. And like you said, have fun. My final thought, and I know that the meta team will never watch this, but I (laughs) hope that they will, uh, is that I just want the way that multiple photos look on threads to stay forever. And I don't know why. You're not as impressed by it as I am. But it's I really made an impact impressed. on you. <laughs> <laughs> I am thoroughly impressed. I love the way when people share like vertical photos and share multiple of them. I just love it's like so organic, so smooth. Like you can just see like you see the photo, but then you also see the start of the next one. So it's not just like a swipe action. It's not just like an arrow. It's just it's a little carousel that you literally just get to like naturally just go through. And it feels beautiful. And I hope that that stays literally in five years i hope it's still like that so that's all (laughs) free therapy go swipe through aesthetically pleasing carousels that's our parting words to you exactly (laughs) so anyways thank you for joining us for this episode Uh, we hope we gave you some ideas and tips and we will see you right back here for the next one hey thanks for listening in to today's episode of the marketing should be fun podcast we share an episode every other week so make sure to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform We'd also love to connect with you on social. So come hang out on Instagram at savagecontent.co or sign up for email updates on our website. All right, friend, here's your reminder that marketing is something you get to do, not something you have to do. We'll see you next time.